How's it going everyone? We are live, so we're doing a discussion today on the Super Nintendo and I have my panel here, but first I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Renegade Operative and today we have Washinator joining us. How are you, buddy? Hello. I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. How are how are you? Awesome. Next up we have Drillbit. Oh, hello everyone. Should be a fun podcast. Next up is Daybreaker. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Glad to be here. Next up is... If it's not fun... Yo, how's it going? Just chillin'. And I think I think that's everyone, right? I got everyone so far? Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna do the first question. The first question is, let's start this podcast off with your experience on the Super Nintendo. How were you formally introduced to the console itself? Who wants to go first? I can. Um, yeah, he could go first. Alright. Um, so, the Super Nintendo was actually probably one of the first consoles I had any experience with. Um, it's actually kind of a prominent memory that I have just like locked in my head of uh, the intro sequence for Super Street Fighter 2 where uh, Ryu is like cast in shadow and then like the lightning flashes and then he comes into color and everything. Uh, that's always like stuck out in my head. So that was like my first gaming memory of the system. But that was the first system I ever had. Um, but I don't really remember too much more after that. It was kind of like because it was right at the tail end when like the N64 and like the PlayStation were like just like right in the door. So like I remember having the Super Nintendo, but then like just transitioning like almost immediately into the N64. Mm. Uh, right so i guess i'll go next then <clears throat> but yeah i wasn't one of those people who played the i didn't get the i didn't get the snes when it was new well it came out before i was born i got it when i got it i think my parents got it from the from a flea market back back in like this was like maybe a year before playstation 2 had come out so that's how i played it I only played N64 at a, at a cousin's house because he got all of the new consoles like PlayStation, N64, GameCube, PlayStation 2, etc. So the only stuff, and the funny thing is, is that I didn't actually start, I didn't start collecting SNES games at first, so I only had like two games I ever played for it, which was the Super Mario All-Stars and also Aladdin, funny enough. <laughs> They're good games though. Uh, let's see. My first so experience. Wants to go next, then. I can, I can go next. All right. Well, for me, my first video game experience was not the SNES. Obviously, it was way before I was born. Uh, my first console was the six, the N sixty four. But after playing um, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time for the first time, it got me wanting to go back and looking at some of the old uh, games in the series because you know it was huge for me. I loved that game. So I went back and looked at Link to the Past. And I played Link to the Past, but it wasn't the SNES version. It was the Game Boy Advance version. And then I, I looked back some more and I was like, wait a second, this, is, this, isn't, this isn't right. This isn't the real game. So I started, um, that's when I got into um, emulation. I started looking back at all these games I never had a chance to play. I love collecting consoles, but they're expensive. So I, you know, that's where I got into Earthbound. That's where I got into Super Mario World, Yoshi's Island, all the rest. All these, and I started getting into it. That's kind of where um, my interest in SNES started. 
Um, I didn't own a Super Nintendo. I think what happened was, like, my cousins owned them, and then I was the type that was like, well, I have the Genesis, they have the Super Nintendo, they live upstairs, so I'm gonna go up there and play their shit. Uh, that's how I started playing the Super Nintendo games. I think my first Super Nintendo game was Killer Instinct, and I remember I was a child, I won, like, a tournament doing KI, and I also played, like, Donkey Kong Country, I also played, like, Super Double Dragon, got formally introduced to those games. I think there was also some Beavis and Butthead game on the, like, Super Nintendo. And I remember playing that over a friend's house as well. So it was just, it was just a sporadic experience, but I remember, like, really loving it so far. I think the game that got me into Super Nintendo the most was the first Street Fighter 2, because I was blown away by how that game was. And I was so used to MK, it was great to have, like, a refreshing experience with something different as well. And that game is, like, super deep and awesome. So, Super Nintendo, I didn't have, like, a lot of hands-on time with it, but the time I had with it was great. And I also enjoyed the games that I played on it. So, are we yeah, done with uh, this? Uh, well, me. <laughs> Washingator well, still. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so um I actually never did own a Super Nintendo. I I had the Sega Mega Drive, but my neighbor actually had had a Super Nintendo and he had um the the uh third Zelda game and I remember playing that and sometimes I could loan the the Super Nintendo and and play it at home and well, it was awesome, and then I got into emulators in the 90s, and, well, I used used that and played um, the Chrono Trigger, which was awesome. All right, so are we done with this? Can we go to question number two? Who wants to read that off? Well, I could do it if you want. Go ahead. <clears throat> scroll up. Cite the improvements that you enjoyed with the Super Nintendo over the original Nintendo Entertainment System. I mean, I guess, I mean, I didn't play much of the original NES, but I like the design more of the SNES. But it was a really sleek looking system in my opinion. And also, probably the quality of games jumped up from SNES to NES to SNES. Like, if you look at Metroid to Super Metroid and how different those games are. Mainly because the first Metroid, it's not really that good playing it nowadays because it's, like, kind of a maze. And they didn't have a map unless you had Nintendo Power. Mm, I so. think I think the easiest thing to say, mostly in this experience, is the graphics and the music, honestly. As a huge well, the upgrade. sound chip was far more improved. Yeah, and yeah. the fact that uh, Nintendo, the fact that Sega had kind of uh, gotten the edge over them, at least at least early on in the gen, that Nintendo had to consider how to get through, how to uh, actually fight fight against that. Yeah, correct me if wrong, but didn't they release the Super NES to combat the Genesis because they knew they had to upgrade? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think it was out in the market like a year or two before. It was the, the sixteen. Yeah, yeah, it was the sixteen-bit, like war, if you could call it. 
the bit wars. Then, the bit wars. Yeah. The bit wars. The bit wars. Of course. And then Sega like went with the whole slogan of, "Oh, this is blast processing," and no one knew what it meant. <laughs> blast processing. No. <laughs> well, yeah, nobody knew what it meant. It just sounded cool. That's mm. all that mattered back in the day. Oh, true, true. This I is personally... why I, I always say, like, really quickly, I I loved how console wars worked back then as opposed to today where uh, it was fun to actually have these discussions over just a bunch of bullcrap. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, but definitely. What were you saying, uh, if it's not fun? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, per- I was just going to say personally about my opinions on how the SNS is better. I think besides the fact that, sure, the graphics are better, sure, the music's obviously w- loads better, uh, the design got a lot better. I mean, NES was still kind of running on arcade-style games for the first half. Well, yeah, they- because it was like a new era back then. People weren't used to games lasting more than, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. Most, like, Castlevania was, well, back then, the original Castlevania was considered pretty long, even though it's kind of a short game you can beat in, like, an hour. It's just hard. Yeah, most games, they weren't long. They were just difficult because they knew they wanted to keep your attention. But I was thinking, you could see as NES, like, you know, got older and some of the later games that started coming out, like Kirby's Dream Land, for example, they they became more fleshed out, not necessarily still arcade style. Points didn't quite matter. It was more about, you know, stories or stuff like that. And then when the SNES happened, the games became loads better. You had fully fleshed out games, really interesting designs, long games. Then RPGs obviously hit their stride as well. And I think that's, for me, that's always the most noticeable thing. Hello? Anyone else want to go on this? <laughs> no, I think you get think you all at what I had to say. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I agree. Well, on this... On a side note, what do you think about? Well, I was gonna add on to that. What do you think about like the later designs of the SNES when they changed them? I swear that's a question in the document. Let uh, me see. I, I think I think that's question number seven. Four. It's seven. Four. SNES, other SNES models and accessories. Yeah. Oh. So so it's already like a question in the document. So we can we can just move on to the next one. So yeah, fair enough. Someone take number three. If anyone wants to read it, or I can read it. Uh, I'll read it. Okay. Uh, how did you feel about Nintendo's position of power at the time during their competition with the Sega Genesis? Did the Super Nintendo alter your standpoint, or did you admire both platforms equally? Mm, I I would have to say both in this instance. Because, I mean, both of them had like a lot of memorable games. I can't I can't put one over the other... And if I did, it would be like these small little nitpicks, so to speak, because you can say that, yes, uh, I did not like some of the censorship in some of the Super Nintendo games for like MK, for example. But I could also say for the Genesis, some of their games sounded really, really bad in terms of the soundtrack when you compare it to like the SNES. It's a couple of soundtracks that are eh, so to speak. Uh, so I would say they have both like flaws and positives at the same time. My words exactly. I mean, it really depends on the developer because the sound chip was so different compared to the SNES. I mean, even, there's a lot of good Genesis games that have great music, like Castlevania, Bloodlines, and also Streets of Rage, Sonic. Well, some of the, some of like the the TMNT one isn't bad either. 
is didn't they have their own rendition of like Turtles in Time called like Hyperstone yeah, Heist? Hyperstone Heist. Yeah. <laughs> it it's just probably because it's because they couldn't just do a straight conversion because they actually had to make it specifically for the chip. Yeah, so didn't like the soundtrack get like a little bit neuter in the process? Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. It's it's like just those little nitpicks is like but it, it's not like anything that devalues like the systems itself because they still have a wide variety of games that are really, really fucking good. Uh but yeah, I would say for people back then it was either you could have one or the other and you totally wouldn't miss out on anything. That's kinda how I felt back then. Yeah, for me personally, um, since of course the the transition to the the 64 ps1 and the saturn was like just like right there um when i first started getting into gaming i I really missed out on like the discussions of the genesis and the super nintendo but from what i saw of both at the time from having a super nintendo and um you know friends and neighbors having the sega genesis it's just like i found that there was so much appeal to both systems you know you had your games on the on the sega genesis like your sonics for example and then of course you had the the notable nintendo first party stuff like like zelda and everything for the super nintendo but there's just there is a pretty wide variety of games to be had on both systems so i I do agree with you ren that regardless of what you had chosen um as your primary system back in that day i don't think you would have really missed out on on a lot um and yeah, you would have just had a good time either either way. <laughs> hmm. I guess it depends on preferences and what games were. Well, obviously the support from Capcom was stronger on the SNES. I mean, they still got some games on there. Same you know, the same with Konami. I don't know why, but I swear I heard it was a slew of Mega Man games on the Genesis, if I'm not too mistaken. And they weren't really the greatest. I don't know. I heard like like some uh, of these. There was there's actually only one, and that was the Wily Wars that never came out in the U.S. Is well, it? Yeah, get, you had to get like it through. Only. Didn't you have to get it through like the Sega Channel or Sega something? Channel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but going to Mega Man though, it, there was there was obviously Mega Man X. Who couldn't forget about one of the best franchises that's ever come out of Capcom's shithole? Also, Seven. Nobody <clears> remembers Seven though. Well, Mega Man Seven wasn't really that great, honestly. I liked it. It's pretty. I good. I I liked it to the extent that like you obviously have to play through the opening of the game, which was like the most boring part about the game. It wasn't until like way later on in the game where it gets way better, in my honest opinion. I just do not like the way they made the sprites bigger and shit. It it, it just looked really janky and weird. To me. I agree. Fair um, enough. I it, it just felt like the game was kind of screen crunched a little too. But like as far as the sprite work goes, like if you look past that issue, it's it's a pretty solid game. Um I don't think it's the best game in the series though. That I completely uh that I'm completely on board of. <laughs> so but the Mega Man X series though, we got we got one of the best Mega Man X games. You got X1, X2, which was followed by X3, which I personally think is my least favorite. I think it's about as bad as X6 is, in my honest opinion. I know it sounds like an unpopular opinion, but I fucking hated the music in X3. So, yeah. 
but there were some damn solid good games on uh on as far as Mega Man games go on the SNES. Anything but Mega Man Soccer. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just something we don't talk about. <laughs> yeah. And you see why Capcom didn't do any more sports games after that. Oh my god. I don't even remember any Capcom like sports games, so I, I think I got lucky on that one. All I did was like play a lot of EA bullshit on the Genesis. Yeah. So that's it. Well Capcom also gave oh. birth to a really good SNES series called Breath of Fire. Mm. Oh yeah. Remember that? When yeah. that was a thing. And um and honestly that's like sorta of part of my childhood. It's it's not like a, a series that resonated with me the most. Like that would obviously be like Final Fantasy and all that. But it had its own charm. Um, but I really wish Capcom actually cared to do like another one. Wasn't I'm the sure last one like a mobile game? The last game? one they had was on mobile, which oh. everyone did <laughs> yeah. not like. That's the death of the series right there. The last, the the last like, mainline, the last that shit, right? game we got was Breath of Fire 4 on PlayStation, right? Well, Dragon Quarter on PS2, which is probably oh, yeah, yeah. one of the worst RPGs on this system. <laughs> That's a yikes for me, bro. And it's a damn shame, too, because this is coming from someone that absolutely loves Breath of Fire 2, which everyone, for some reason, thinks is inferior to the first one. I don't know why. It's weird. I don't know. That or I'm thinking of a different game, but I'm pretty sure the, the sequel is the one that, um, like, most people didn't really appreciate for some reason. So. Uh, all right, so are we done with number three? Well, or did Moogle well, go yet for the, like number you think three? Kaneki would have wanted to see his part. What about what? Uh, about question three, like Super Nintendo and Genesis. Like, did you admire both, or did you favor like one over the other? Uh, I, I, I did admire both, but there there was certain games I like. Better on the Genesis than Super Nintendo. Well, the problem with me is that I didn't get a Genesis until much later, so I'm kind of biased against Super Nintendo. Although I... Super Nintendo has really good games. I mean, Genesis has really good games. I actually just realized what you guys were talking about because I had to look at the questions because I got in here literally like 20 minutes in on short notice. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all good. Like, it happens. Uh, man. I just got here right That's... now. That was a, like, a weird fucking hiccup on my part but no i think the only arcade game that i've played and i kind of regret because i used to like it when i was a kid growing up i realized it was a horrible fucking port and that was primal rage and uh yeah that's all i could really say because it was a very thoughtless crappy shitty just broken port of yeah the snes version of primal rage was just Ugh, it was not good. Isn't yeah, that the that's game with like the dinosaurs like fighting each other? Yeah, and there was the yeah. monkey. You got you got the monkeys and shit. And there's the there's one character that actually farts and and pukes on people. What the fuck? Yeah, I think they censored yeah. the fatalities on the SNES version because I know there was a fatality that lets you piss on them, but I don't think it was on the SNES one. Yeah, I, Dude, I damn, what a shame. I I, I would just I would just play the arcade version. Yeah, oh. Shame Midway never revived that. Well, okay, so you can play the arcade version on home consoles, 
But you have to get the Midway Arcade Treasures. I think it's two? Volume Second two. one? Yeah. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the okay, only okay. way... Yeah, that's the only way you can play the Primal Rage Arcade version, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, was it on the, uh, was it on the Midway Arcade Treasures PSP port? Because I know that that one was like a mashup I, of all I the other ones. Was, I think it was. But all that I know, all that I remember is that um, that game was on uh midway arcade treasures 2 and it could have been ported later down the road but it never really has gotten any love since then which is a damn shame because that is a shame yeah that's a fucking gray ass game and i would love they... for the sequel to come out well but it never did the... <laughs> you can't play the sequel but no. you can't play the sequel but you gotta find like a rom of it because it never was officially released yeah it oh, never it never actually came out because it was not playable either yeah, it took a very long time before it was even playable. Mm-hmm. Didn't that same shit happen to like one of the Star Fox games where it's like it didn't yep. come out in the West, and I think it wasn't until um they did the one of the mini consoles for Nintendo that it was playable for the first time in the West. Oh, it, yeah, so it, it was, was that was Star Fox too. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't just out from the West. It was never out ever. Really? No. Years yeah. Back, was, yeah. They finished a full game and decided not to release it. Now, N64. Now, as far as the Sega Genesis version of Primal Range goes, avoid at all costs. It's it's literally even worse than the SNES one by a fucking margin. The music has gone awful and the sound effects are actually desynced. And I wish I was joking about that. I even own the game on cartridge and it's horrible. <laughs> Yeah, there's just so many ports of Primal Rage that I forget which one's actually, which no, one's actually all the, close all the to cons- the arcade. Yeah, all the console ports are <coughs> awful because they even they PlayStation. Were... No, I don't think it got a PlayStation. Port. Yeah, I'm pretty it sure did, it, it came did. out on PlayStation. Oh, interesting, because I know that all the uh, console ports of the game um, weren't handled by Midway. I think they were handled by Acclaim. I think or some yes. other company. Yeah. Acclaim. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, this, um, yeah. this sort of leads into the next question, like, as a follow-up question, how did you feel about Super Nintendo conversion? This notion is all about how Pacific ports were handled going from arcade to the Super Nintendo. Tell us your thoughts on this. Um. Okay, so as far as conversion goes, it, it really takes a game to... Um, it, it really takes that game that can actually fit on the console, that can handle its hardware, you know? There's, mm. uh, what, the Ninja Turtles arcade game that came out? Like, they did it on Nintendo. Like, what, what was it, the the third game? Uh, tur- fourth. It was uh, Turtles, in uh, Turtles in Time, yeah. Oh, it's the fourth one, Turtles in Time, that's right. Yeah. Oh, God, my yeah, memory. But it's my the me- second arcade game, my, technically. Yeah, my memory is so shitty. Holy shit, I'm sorry. No, it's um, cool. the, the, fourth, the fourth game, um, yeah, the fourth game got a really good console port and that's ex- this is like this is the whole uh you know take notes companies you know like this is how you do an arcade port yeah and it's yeah, like i it, think the snes version added more content too yeah and added more levels there was even uh the, they even changed the final boss like we they we got what shredder as the final boss it's like mega shred mecha shredder or something yeah mecha like shredder mecha yeah yeah, yeah. And even the Battletoads arcade game, uh, when that came, the consoles and stuff, that's it's the same exact thing. Like, you know, it, it's a notorious game for being difficult, but it was a damn good port of the arcade game. Well, I think SNES had generally very, very, very good ports. 
for, for uh, we... well unless it's like final fight or pit fighter <laughs> oh I mean, no, okay, not final okay, fight. okay final fight that's okay but pit fighter on the other hand just just fucking kill me already that was oh god i i don't even know what they were thinking with that nothing i mean the worst fighting game yeah, to be fair though, the arcade game wasn't even that great either. So how do you make a shitty game on Worse. consoles by making it shittier? Yeah, good idea. Yeah, great. <laughs> Did, hold on. So didn't Final Fight like release with one of the characters missing? Wasn't a guy? guy. Yeah, yeah. The guy wasn't there. And then was, they yeah. they had a later it, re-release. It was inferior. Like it, yeah. it, it, it functioned, but it was like an inferior port. That's all it was. Then yeah, they had Final one. Fight Guy, and yeah, they... which was Blockbuster only, by the way. <laughs> Blockbuster yeah, and then that, only. and then that became one of the <laughs> that became one of the rarest games on SNES. Well, not r- r- like super, like one of the rarest, but like, Maybe, it became a pretty. Is it rare like game. more expensive than Hagane? No, yeah. no, it's it's like it's it's a rare game, but I don't think it's as expensive as like Hagane or um like all those big other games. Um, no, is pretty up there. It's so. it's really up there, but Final Fight oh, Guy is definitely yeah, a really like... hard find a hard to find game. It could go upwards to like two hundred bucks, uh, just Dang. for the cartridge alone. Yeah, actually, the Famicom Super Famicom version of Final Fight Guy is fucking pennies compared to the U.S. port. Yeah, yeah. but that's probably because they're like mainly they're like manufactured like crazy. Well, yeah, and rentals weren't really a thing in Japan. A lot of people. I've started to collect for Super Famicom because they realize it's way cheaper to collect for that than it is to collect for the US version of the Super Nintendo because <laughs> some of the games are like stupid expensive. Like even like some of the common games like uh, Secret of Mana or Final Fantasy 6. Like finding those on cartridge are like a complete nightmare now. Yeah. Yeah, everything over here tends to be like either super inflated or you can't find it. So I'm not surprised yeah. you can find more cars elsewhere or import them. That's why yeah. people use the magic e word emulation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're totally legit uh, console. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know the the same uh, thing that Nintendo's giving other com- uh, other websites shit for. You know, trying to shut them down <laughs> from preserving, trying to preserve their. ROM sites. That is a question Shots later. Fired. <laughs> it, it is I the mean, final question. Such... It's oh shit. Like they, their job with like preserving stuff. That is the final question. Yeah. But okay. um, I I guess we can go to like number five about our like favorite games on the Super Nintendo. Ooh. Fuck! I have like a million of them, dude. <laughs> not an easy question, is it? Oh, yeah, no. it's like um, Link to the Past. Um, Super Mario World, Yoshi's Island, um, fuck, the list goes on, Kirby Superstar. Might need to double up, I got a feeling we're all gonna have some of the same games on here. We're all... <laughs> yep. okay. Hold on, let me, let me, let me start fucking going to the obscure games then. Uh, Top Gear, uh, Run Saber, um, Soul Blazer, uh, Act Razor, uh, Brain Lord, let's see. Fuck, I, I, how, how deep can I go in this rabbit hole? <laughs> Until we reach the two-hour mark. Yeah, oh, exactly. God, no. <laughs> no, no, but um, just to name a few. Uh, I'll let everyone else talk. Oh, go ahead. Uh, so who wants to go next? I'll go next. Go ahead. But yeah, 
in terms of like, I guess if I had to pick five, it'd be Super Castlevania Four, Super Metroid, probably, probably Mario, maybe Mario World or no, 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 Yoshi's Island. That I'd probably pick that one. Also, another. What's another really? Good, what, there's so many, it's hard to pick. Uh, probably Final Fantasy VI, which was three in the yep. West. Yep, that's one of my all-time favorites. Actually, five was another one of mine, but that never yeah, came but... Out, that never came out in the U.S. until like way, way, late. Oh, way later. GBA port. Yeah, until well, like a, the GBA. Oh, no, the, right. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, it, it came out on it came out on PlayStation, but the like actual translate properly translated version uh, came out on the GBA. Yeah, so. fair enough. Oh, probably final, probably like Mega Man X and also Final Fight Two. Oh yeah, absolutely. Them. Absolutely. Awesome. But yeah, Yoshi Island. I'd say between that, I'd say that's the best game on SNES by far. Yeah. In my, in my well, just the soundtrack alone. Yeah. Let me see. My, uh, I'd my... say like, well, sorry. Okay. My bad. Oh, I was, I was gonna say. Gonna... I was also gonna add on. I think, well, I was going to say, also, Crafted World and Woolly World are okay. <laughs> Wait, okay. That's, not even, that's not even a SNES game. But they're follow-ups. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Yeah, say, not, you're killing not me, SNES dude. games, but I like Yoshi's <laughs> Island a lot, so I had, to feel, I had the need to mention them. Actually, I, I want to take a moment to appreciate one of the best hidden gems on Super Nintendo that I feel like needs more love. The Lufia franchise. Lufia 1 and 2. If you haven't played that game yet, you need to bust out the fucking emulator and play that shit like right goddamn now. Those games are absolutely amazing. That's I'll, all I'll say. If you want, well, as for un, if you want like an underrated game, there's also Pitfall on SNES. It was mm. on everything, but I like the SNES version. Um, uh, was that like the Atari Pitfall is what you're talking about? Yeah. Pitfall, yeah, the yeah. Mayan Expedition. No, nah, he's clearly Mayan. talking about Lester the Unlikely. Dude. No, Pitfall the <laughs> Mayan Adventure. That was actually a pretty solid game. It was on everything. Uh, though. I've heard uh, of it. I never played it. Anyway, uh, Daybreaker, you wanted to say something? Yeah. Um, if I had to pick a couple of my favorites, uh, obviously, probably my all-time favorite is Demon's Crest. I absolutely fell in oh, love with that so... game playing it through emulation that was the first time i had ever played it and just ever since i've i've absolutely loved that game and it's it's got a kind of sentimental thing too uh for me because that was when i bought my physical copy of it it was one of the first super nintendo games that a friend of mine who's no longer with us actually got to see me play in its entirety so that was actually pretty cool to have that um a couple other ones are like a uh, flashback the search for uh, search for identity uh that one's really fun uh nostalgic there because i used to watch that like my uh my older brother play that all shit ton the castlevania uh, super castlevania is great uh all the final fantasies are good like there's just there's just so many even absolutely uh shut up <laughs> just shut up it is a final fantasy just quest technically shut no get out <laughs> Different yeah, strokes for ever, different folks, but don't ever um, bring that game up to me ever again. You fuck. There, there's it has this... a great soundtrack though. I fucking hate that goddamn game. It's so bad. There, there's just definitely so many good Super Nintendo games. It's it's really hard to just like narrow it down to like any like top list. You're always gonna yeah. be forgetting something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I forgot about Demon's Crest because I actually was playing yeah. that recently. I found an actual cartridge. Of oh, course, damn. nowadays it's really expensive, but it's nice to have. Well, it's a really it, it's it's gotten super rare. So. Yeah, it's like kind of getting thing. up there. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. is on the yeah. Nintendo Switch uh, SNES library. If you yeah, but there's audio it. issues with that port. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to think Hopefully of like just... some some that I really like. Like mine is like super general, like Contra Three. Um, oh, I really, yeah. I really enjoyed like Mortal Kombat Two on SNES. I also loved uh, what is it, Turtles in Time. Ultimate, Ultimate. Is, I I prefer the port elsewhere, honestly. But it, I mean, it's fine for what it is. But I, I just like the graphics on like the arcade version I better. Just, I usually play MK on like the arcade versions. Like, there's nothing oh, wrong with the I didn't have console the version version, so I only played on SNES. Yeah, I thought Super Double Dragon was great, and also Link to the Past. Fucking, oh. fucking love that game. I know Link the worst. To the past is this shit. I know, I know the worst. Link to, to the past. Super the Metroid, games. another one that I've really been playing like recently, and honestly, Super Metroid. Super. Oh, Super. I I actually beat that recently, and man, I for I, I forgot how like legendary that game is. Just because of like aesthetic wise and everything is just perfect in that game i just started playing it and the presentation is like awesome dude like i i oh, really I am loving it like yeah. you, the the hand-drawn sprites just the the work the colors the movement everything is like damn perfect in that game yeah also that initial fight with ridley that really like threw me for oh, a loop yeah. as well yeah oh yeah if you definitely, uh, if you liked Super Metroid, like definitely dive into some of those wrong, uh, the ROM hacks that are out there. There's a lot of remixes of the game that are just crazy. Like yeah, there's like, like the, impos- the impossible one. Oh god, that fucking game. There, there is there is shit in that game that you can do like like mechanic wise with like specific jumps and everything like that that I had no idea was even possible. Oh, no, those. the speed running for this game is insane. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to get more into Metroid after playing that. Like, I also heard is the uh, Game Boy Advance games or like the ones that were on the like handhelds were they any good? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, the Game Boy Advance oh, games are 100. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna have All to check those out too. There were a lot of good series that started on the SNES. You kind of forget that that evil Samus suit was crazy. I mean, I'm thinking like no one's mentioned, but I'm sure everyone likes Chrono Trigger. You have Earthbound, Tetris Attack. <laughs> Well, I, I love I love Chrono Trigger, and I don't mind Earthbound. I haven't really played it enough to form an opinion, but um, I'm one of those guys that doesn't really like. I, I I don't mind Chrono Trigger. Don't get me wrong, but I my my heart will always go to Chrono Cross. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I love that game to death. So interesting. Yeah, that's, really they'll, like they'll, they'll they'll be for uh, they'll be a discussion for another time later down the road. Have y'all played the, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fighting game on there? That shit was Oh, yes. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Dude, yes, the fighting edition. Oh, my yes. God, I love that game so much. Megasaurus versus Megasaurus. Dude, I used to play I as... Only the... played, I only played the oh. beat-em-up, so I never had experience with the I, I used to play as... Uh, what is this goddamn name? Uh, Goldar. I used to play as him all the fucking time. Just to piss off my friends. It was the greatest thing ever. That was actually when we had our FGC scene here where I live. That was actually one of the first tournaments we held. 
like it was a free entry tournament that we held of playing the fighting edition yeah it was fun as fuck that's great <laughs> also uh thanks to emulation i can play godzilla that you know that tournament oh, oh, you, godzilla godzilla. That came to the West. yeah that game is so much fun man i was Dude, he I'm plays surprised. mothra on cheese people yeah. <laughs> i'm surprised like why you never came to the west in the first place licensing probably was was there actually a reason why no, I, I don't think there's an official reason why. I know it was a Nintendo Power, though. Yeah, yeah but it probably... Yeah, King of the Monsters, it was called. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe those Super Nintendo Godzilla we got just didn't sell and they didn't bother with the other one. <laughs> I do remember that uh, from AVGN when he like talked about it very vaguely. Yeah. And he got so pissed. It was great. Uh, I, I was there with them. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, I I honestly would be pissed too because that's like a dream game for anyone is to get like a fighting game that's Godzilla and then we kind of did like well, way uh, later in the years well, yeah, on PlayStation and GameCube yeah destroy all monsters melee fuck yeah that game was awesome yo they need to remaster that game but um yeah it's uh man there's it's... some really obscure stuff out there it's some really good shit. I also liked Super Mario World. Earthworm Jim on the SNES is oh, really fuck. good. Yeah, I prefer the, I actually prefer the Genesis version, though. I never played the Genesis version. The Genesis version, I don't know why. It just felt faster. It, like, it, it didn't I, feel as sluggish. I hear yeah, it was... Processing. I, yeah. I hear it was actually complete, at least, because the SNES did uh, have no extra... Was it? Yeah. They lost a level? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um... I just like the gameplay a little bit better on uh, this Genesis version than I did on this NES one. So, and then, was and personal then preference. There's, yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's Battletoads and Double Dragon. Oh yeah, they that game. That game was fucking that A crossover between Battletoads and Double Dragon. Hey, hey we got Double a crossover. Dragon. We got a crossover of Battletoads and Killer Instinct. So, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad the uh, new beat 'em up game is recipe. <laughs> yeah, we won't talk why about they, that. Why don't they put? Why don't they just add a rash and smash? Just <laughs> do the old art style. I, I don't see what was wrong with it. The new art well, style is it, just bad. It's not even just, yeah, well, yeah. To me, it's, it's not probably. Just, it's the it's mainly because play. doing hand drawn animation is really time consuming and hard. So and they probably it, just went with Flash. And there's something with like the Battle Toes cannot jump in this new game. Wait, what? Yeah, they can't yeah. jump. Well, we... <laughs> okay, that's okay. odd. Fascinating. Can you say, Rod, they, the highest jumping jump. animal. As far as things go, can't jump. Okay. The frogs okay. can't well, we jump. The frogs can't jump. They can't even run. Like, talk about that for a second. Like, you know, that makes sense. Well, we are, devi- we are deviating a bit, so maybe we should move yeah. on. It's true, numbers. but that that is just too hilarious for words. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. can't run. So, number six. What are your least favorite games on the Super Nintendo platform? Mm. Well, probably all of the movie games. Because they wasted all my fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I actually, I have a contention to that because Batman Returns on Super Nintendo is really ah, fucking good. You going with the easy ones? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Most ninety percent of the time, all the movie games are garbage. Yeah, any any licensed game from something they're just trash. Uh, yep. Mortal Kombat for the most part. On that system. Okay. The first one. 
I'm trying to think, like, uh, because oh, I, I remember well, MK, yeah, they didn't have any blood or gore. This game isn't necessarily bad to me, but I feel like it was an oversight with the way they programmed it. And that's like um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. Dude, the AI in that game is so fucking ridiculously hard, I could uh, not stand dude, it. So I actually, basically MK AI got it. Yeah, read your inputs. It's like, I, I, I can't play that game single player. I, I only played the Genesis version. That, yeah. that might be better, but on Super Nintendo, like, just get ready for some cheapness. Alright. So, basically, like, where you try to go, for, where you try to go for a jumping attack, but they immediately jump and kick you out of it? Yes. Okay. Kind of reminds me of, like, the MK games where they would always just, where they would always just constantly kick you out of the air if you tried to jump. This is definitely low-hanging fruit, but Shaq Fu... <laughs> oh, that's like, um, that's like I, I actually at this point. Yeah, but I actually have a uh, little history Rent, with that game. Um, rent I, the game? No, well, I, 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 my uncle one time rented a couple games. He rented um, Secret of Mana and uh, another RPG, and then for shits and giggles, because he thought it was fucking hilarious, <laughs> comes in. He's like. Hey, I bought this game called Shaq Fu. It's got Shaquille O'Neal on it, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that? Like, is that supposed to be like a, a beat 'em up or some shit?" Like, I was a kid, so I didn't really know any better. I booted up, and it was like, I, I honestly didn't even bother playing it more than like a minute to realize that this game's not really fun at all. <laughs> I, and like, it's, it was stupid. I can't believe I played that fucking game as a kid. Like, my aunt had it. And then I was curious. I was like, it's nothing to play. I don't feel like playing Killer Instinct. Pop that game in. And then when I realized that Shaq's leg went through my enemy and I could not do shit about it and the hit detection was so awful, I was like, what am I playing? This game is garbage. Like, there, there was a legit reason why the game was so, why the controls were so bad. I think someone did a video saying that they, oh, that, they were they like put too many animations on all the moves, so everything was so slow. Take all the animations if you have to fix it. Like, what the fuck is going on there? I mean, yep. shit. They might have. I mean, if we had a Shaq Fu game, they might as well have made Michael Jordan Fu. So supposedly, <laughs> oh god, I I think there is like games dedicated to like singular basketball stars. Like, uh, I think there was one called Windy City or something. I don't know. Oh, uh, shut up and jam. Yeah. yeah, like what was that guy's name? I forgot. I... James Charles Barkley or Charles Barkley. Yeah. yeah, shut up and jam. <laughs> yeah. If I want to play celebrity game, that's actually fun. I'll just go play Michael Jackson. Also, I, I I keep hearing Moonwalker. like I, I remember Moonwalker. Yeah, I, I keep hearing it's that the game. I keep hearing that the Terminator Two sequel, the game was like just terrible. Not the arcade it's game, the other awful. one. Yeah. No, and any of the Terminator games are bad. Well, They're except bad. Sega CD, but I guess Genesis no, does when Nintendo. Sega CD was just beyond like ridiculously difficult, though. I like unless you have a lot of patience and time to get through that majority of like the first uh, levels in the game. It really. It, that's the thing. It's going to turn off a lot of people from experiencing what the rest of the game is. 
I did like the uh, arcade game. I, I really did, but probably now... It didn't I... translate well to fucking Super Nintendo and Genesis, let's y- be honest. Yeah, yeah it's like, I'm that a... seems like a light gun game, if you ask me. <laughs> well, there are light guns or the systems, but you're going to need a lot of batteries. It, it just yeah. seemed like the arcade ports were just better suited for that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah... <clears throat> There is a game that I actually absolutely despise. That's not Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Um, and it's called Lagoon. Never and, heard of it. Okay, well, basically, it's an action RPG. And for some fucking reason, and I don't know why, um, they make it so that you have to run into the enemies to attack them. Oh, this is the game with the really short sword, right? Yeah. And it's literally the worst fucking thing in existence. And when you do get, like, some uh, way of attacking, it, it doesn't even feel like you're, like, even doing anything. And the music is literally... It's so generic for, like, what you would expect out of an RPG. It, it's such an uninspired game. It's And I get it. It's the early 90s, but holy fuck, the least you could do is put an effort into it like we got games like fucking super mario world that were launch titles for the game we got fucking link to the past the least you could do is look at those games and realize what what appeals to the masses oh Not my just shit out this game and hope to fucking god that people buy it i mean the game is just it's frustrating because they had even the original zelda had better um gameplay Mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically like Link to the Past, but the sword is so short that you have to be, like, a pixel away to that, hit That's the it. problem with Lagoon. It was trying to be Zelda, but it was just so badly designed that uh, the flaws outweighed, like, the good of the game. <laughs> just play Hong Kong like, 97. You're good. It's, it, was, it, was, it was bad. Play uh, Bebe's Kids. Cause I saw, <laughs> I, I, I saw someone oh. review that shit. I forgot his name. I think it was a nostalgia critic. Yeah. Oh yeah. There is Bart's Nightmare as well. There's a lot of oh, crappy Simpsons God. games. Oh, I played that shit. Is that the platformer where you can actually fall through geometry and you can't get through like one of the first stages where Bart is like some sort of he's like an animal or something. And it's so bad because you fall through the ground like five thousand times, dude. It's ridiculous. Pretty much. <laughs> I forget there were, there's so many good games in SNES. There are some pretty better ones. You guys do you guys remember all the Mario educational games that came out in the SNES? Oh yeah, but those are just mean games. Like I Mario mean, is missing. Mario's early years. Mario's Mario teaches <laughs> typing. Mario is missing would have been great, but uh, they made it too educational. All I all I remember is all the YouTube poop people made of Mario's typing. <laughs> I, I, hope that, I hope there was a hack where they made Mario's missing actually fun and not educational. Have a yeah, basketball like, game. To play a game where you learn about Thomas Edison. They they really <laughs> missed the chance to Luigi's actual first game. And it had to be an education. Well, game. we did get Luigi's Mansion later. They, for ten years. Thank God. For ten yeah. years. They, After their first adventure with Luigi, they decided maybe, maybe we should give it a break. They have their basketball game up here on the worst sites of like NES games, and it's one called like Rap Jam Volume One. And <laughs> apparently, there's. I, I don't think you want to hear of it because the graphics look fucking awful, dude. And apparently, there's no music. So during the time of like Ooh. NBA Jam, wait, it's called Rap Jam. There's no music in it. 
Yeah, Rap Jam Volume 1, no music. Oh, I was going to also mention Super Noah's Ark, the Doom clone. Oh. Yeah, but I, I, I haven't would chalk played that up. That, but I, that, I would chalk that, that up to being like a meme too, because like you can even. It get is that pretty much Steam. a meme game, but it is funny to think that they made a Doom clone out of fucking Noah's Ark. Looks more fun than Mario educational game. Mario is missing. At least, at least it actually yeah <laughs> functions like Doom. So there was like a, oh, yeah. there was also a at Doom the clone game. game of a serial game. Oh, Chex Quest. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Doom clone as well. But that was uh, on PC. I'm trying to think what you else is there. You play Chex Quest with Brutal Doom. That's true. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was there, was there also other terrible SNS games that we'll forget? Well, there's the... Well, the, let me think. Well, there... I mean, there's like well, a there's shit Hulk. ton of... There, there's like a shit ton of sports games on the Super Nintendo, but like... For me personally, it's like I just typically stay away from stuff that doesn't really interest me. So it's like I don't intentionally play oh, like anything that could be quote unquote I, bad. I mm. got I, I got one for y'all. Action fifty two. Well, that's <laughs> isn't, isn't oh, that well, something? Yeah, I, I most of these games like we're talking about. If they're bad, I just listen to like AVGN reviewing them because yeah, that's that's, that's where that's yeah. where it mostly comes from to me. Look, if I want Ren to play a bad game, I'll just send him Drake and the Ninety Nine Dragons, and then I will block you on Discord and I will block you on Steam. Oh, but then why you accepted? <laughs> I accepted it, but it doesn't mean it's I won't money. block him after. <laughs> Dothran, you're contra. You know you're obliged to play that now. No. So, so after this, I'll kick you. A- after this, I'll kick you out of the server. Don't worry. Uh, so next we have number seven. Uh, what are your thoughts on other SNES models and accessories? Examples include the Game Genie, Super Game Boy, and the Super Eight. Uh, Super Game Boy is dope as hell. I just actually yeah, bought one not too long ago. Yeah, I own yeah, Super I was Game Boy as well. You can't put the only downside is. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say the only downside is you can't play Game Boy Color on it. Yeah, but I, I just think that that's like the most epic idea ever. It's like the perfect accessory to be yeah. able to play the Game Boy games. Yeah. Of course, it doesn't include like the color ones, which is sad but still it's pretty epic some games would even have compatibility where they would add color like the power rangers game boy one mm-hmm. also some of the i think like the zelda and metroid one yeah i remember yeah, I having they're... like different sprites for playing Link's awakening with the super game boy it's really cool you can change colors for all yeah, the yeah then we got dx yeah, and like I know that like you get custom borders for a lot of the games. Like I know the Pokemon's, all the Donkey Kong Land games, the Port of Donkey Kong Country. Which, if you haven't played the Port of Donkey Kong Country on Game Boy, it's fucking a marvel. It's like crazy that they were able to freaking port oh. that game to Game Boy. You know, it also has custom support Mortal Kombat on Game Boy. One of the worst fight, one of the worst games ever made for it. I don't know. Fighters just really don't translate that well onto Game Boy. <laughs> look, yeah, look, you don't say. Look, just imagine playing Mortal Kombat on Game Boy, but it has, but it's running like at ten frames a second. Uh, I, I played Killer did. Instinct on Game Boy, so I know. So, I kind of heads up on like, oh yeah, this isn't that great. I think like the only one that was actually somewhat good was like, I think SNK had a uh, like a King of Fighters Pocket or something to that extent, and that one was pretty decent from what I remember. 
Damn. Drill, drill, have you played MK3 on Game Boy? No, but I've, I've, I actually haven't. But it looked pretty bad. The one, I remember there was MK4 on Game Boy Color, I think, and they kind, and I think they just use like really pixelated FMVs for fatalities. Damn. Yeah, that was interesting. Hmm. hmm, I don't really have any sort of answers to this one, just an explanation, so to speak. What the hell is the Game Genie? It's it's basically but... like Game Shark action replay, where it just gives you like stuff like infinite lives or infinite continues, or just lets you mess around with the game. I had to yeah, ask because... Like a I... cheating system. Yeah, I had to ask because there was a giant ass stand of them advertising the Game Genie and the the main guy or whatever, he looked like Cinder from Killer Instinct on the front. And I always wondered what the hell was that, but I never knew what it was until now. Yeah. Basically, it was the act it was like action replay where you could just give yourself infinite health. Somehow sometimes it can help you beating like really hard games. I heard that those are personally getting like super expensive now. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, this is why like a lot of people are using. Uh, well, for most emulators, like most people are using like other save files from other members. Like they have them save on uh, GameFAQs, I believe. Well, it's so easy to just cheat, use cheats in game, anyways. That's true. If the game has them, like some games, they barely have the cheats that you want. So, like, basic invisibility, stuff like that. So it depends. I mean, personally, I don't really use Game Genie, mainly because I want to try to beat the game as legit as possible. Yeah, this is a PSA. It, don't be, like, hip-hop gamer. I think they're yeah. just fun to mess around of course, with. Of course, unless it's Ninja Gaiden 3, and you can't, and you lose, and once you lose all your lives, go back to the beginning. Hold on, didn't they fix that game for SNES? Yes, they added they added passwords. And they remove and they Password. they remove the stage six glitch from uh, Ninja Gaiden one. Hmm. Okay. Because I heard three is like virtually unplayable. Well, on NES, yeah, because you have because you basically have to not die. You have to not die too many times, or else back to the beginning. I uh, I look at cheats as if like they're just things to fuck around on. Yeah. Because if I beat yeah. the game already and I just want to mess around on, I'll just boot up those cheats and like put on the God Mode cheat and just dick around. Well, yeah, even oh, like, on... yeah, yeah, people would do it all the time on PlayStation Two, like with Kingdom Hearts, where you can like have Sephiroth and Terra in the same room and just fight against, fight both of them. <laughs> it is it's a good way. Good. Uh... Good. Oh, uh, it's just a good way of extending. Because back in the day, when you got one game every like you know, four months, five months, whoever, maybe probably longer, buying the Game Genie, you could extend the life of all your games just by messing around, you know, fucking around with it, trying to see yeah. what you can do. Yeah, it, it is a podcast for another day because uh, we do have that plant, like, later in the works, but there are certain people that will just look at cheats and be like, hey, this is my opportunity to cheat through the game if I can't beat it normally. Uh, and that philosophy I really don't agree with, to be honest. I've, I've, I mean, I've it's... Oh, sorry. You go first, Mo. Oh, I was gonna say, I looked at it as if, like, if you cheat through the game to get through the story for your first time, I feel like that's kind of a hollow victory, in my honest opinion. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like the... yeah, yeah. Like yeah, but it's like, 
I don't look at it as like you can't cheat in a game because you're not really earning it. It's not like that at all for me. Is if you cheat, then it's whatever. But maybe you should actually play the game legitimately before you start cheating. Yeah. So you can actually experience what it's like for everyone else to actually play the game than just cheesing through the game and uh, experiencing that way. Yeah. yeah. It, it's something that um, Mike Matei brought up, but that's like going to be like another podcast discussion yeah, for another mean, day. Safe states is like, it's like a gray area for me, honestly. I like to sum it up. I can understand some people using it for really hard parts of the game. You want to give yourself unlimited continues mm. because you still have to beat the game legit anyway. It's not <clears> like it gives you. It's not like it gives you God mode. Yeah. On on the topic of uh, accessories, though, my favorite accessory has always been uh, the uh, Super Game Boy because yeah. because I fucking love that thing to death. Because if it weren't for that, I wouldn't have experienced Samus Returns or, like, you know, uh, RC Pro-Am, all those games on Game Boy. Even Super you're Mario not, Land. You're not the only one. We were just Which talking I, about how awesome Super Game Boy is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I wasn't here because I was going yeah, to eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can't give me shit for that. No, it wasn't shit. I was... <laughs> it's just you agreed with us. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, has exactly. anyone here ever owned a Super Scope? Because I don't the, think I've ever I, seen. What is the Super I've never Scope? I've never seen one in person. Okay, I, I've I never, actually, I've... I've never owned it, but I, uh, my dad's friend, like uh, his his kid, actually had uh, Battle Clash and uh, Metal Combat, I think it's called. And those games are actually stupidly fun, even though it took like eight fucking C batteries, which was ridiculous, by the way. Um, yeah, I'm... it was it was fun to use when it actually worked. <laughs> Yeah, imagine being a kid and asking your mom to take you to Walmart to get more C batteries, and then she tells you <laughs> no because you're spending like two, 20 bucks on all Imagine going to Walmart. Imagine going to Walmart for batteries. You can literally <laughs> go to a dollar store and get like a package of them for like two bucks. Yeah, <laughs> but those are crappy ones. Yeah, like well, it's, it's better. Ones. It's better than fucking paying 20 bucks for like a four pack of C batteries. I suppose. I mean, I just. I've ne- I didn't even know what games for the Super so- uh not Super Soaker, sorry, Super Scope. Super I just- Soaker. <laughs> so, uh, I only know a f- I know a few of them because like I said, I I grew up with them. There's uh Metal Combat Battle Clash. Those Terminator. are the only two that well, those are the only two that kinda uh you know, like kind of go out to me, you know. So oh, no one's ever gonna mention the mouse for Mario Paint. Oh, I forgot. Oh. Yeah, no. did not know Dude, that. I couldn't have forgotten that. I actually feel bad for forgetting about that. Yeah, I did yeah. not know they had a mouse. Mario Paint, actually Mario Paint surprisingly gives you a lot to work with. People were even still making remixes on it for a long time. Yeah, there's there's a there's a guy that I know that does uh, music comp- compositions, and there's actually someone that used to know uh, a good friend of mine named Tom Bob Blender. Um. Who he doesn't do them anymore, but when he did, his some of the shit that he came up with is utterly ridiculous. Like I didn't even think it was possible to do in Mario Paint. Yeah, the worst one is when someone made Despacito on Mario Paint. Uh... That's just why. <laughs> I mean, I heard someone do through the fire and flames. And that's even more ridiculous. So, 
But uh, let's move on to question number eight. So what are some policies and issues you didn't enjoy with the SNES itself? The mm. goddamn fucking lockout chips. Yeah. On everything. Yeah. Region yeah. lockout. Well, that was just, yeah, re- region locking is, is Yeah, bad. but that it's was bad. a common thing at you, the time. You know, it's bad when True. you had to pull out a pair of pliers, take out a piece of plastic that would stop the fucking cartridge from going in it. You can legit, mm-hmm. that's all you had to do, and you can play Famicom games on your SNES by just doing yeah. that alone. Yeah, but I guess they did it so that the average consumer couldn't do it. Yeah, it was stupid. For whatever reason. Yeah. Also. But yeah. Other than that, the lockout chips were annoying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the only problem I actually have with, like, with with OSS. would sometimes turn yellow. Yeah. Oh, the plastic. Can't that be fixed, though? It can be. It's a process, though. Wash it down, but. If your yeah. SNES looks like a fucking eight-year-old man's fucking white pair of briefs... <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn, man. Look, you got a lot of experience with seven-year-old men? I said 80-year-old fucking oh, white seven, briefs, That's man. worse. There's uh, a fucking problem with the, the SNES there turning yellow and shit. Have you ever seen, like, an SNES graveyard? It's all yellow. Yeah, it's it's nasty. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, the the only thing I saw is that um, there is a process that you can do to restore it. Yeah, yeah, it's basically you do like a like a concoction, like and you just bathe it's, it and like let it well, sit. For from like what I know, the reason it's the reason it's happening is because mm-hmm. the plastic on it is getting uh, it, it's a bacteria that's causing it to like um, like hollow out. So <laughs> it's it's turning that color and it's like rotting the uh heart the plastic on it i have a question i have a question does this happen to all the other models or is it just like the north american ones okay i think it's i think it's specifically all of the consoles yeah probably because of the plastic they use yeah i can't confirm it because i've seen a uh model 2 yellowed uh, the the store here actually has one and he was discounting it for that reason yeah, yeah. I guess not too many people are fond of buying a piss yellow SNES. No. Tell me, tell every fucking eight year old man's briefs because he's fucking pissing in them all Christ. the time. Jesus so, Christ! So, so it could join with uh, Jaguar with that you know that toilet animal. We don't, we don't <laughs> speak of Jaguar. That's like uh, we don't, don't speak know. of the Jaguar or the three D O sir. Oh, Look, re- 3DO's Ren's favorite console. Hell he plays no. Plumbers don't wear tights. Oh, 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 oh. I've Jaguar heard of that game. I actually, you know what? I actually forgot the 3DO exists until you brought it up. So fuck you for bringing it Nobody up. Nobody fucking owned a 3DO. It was 700 <laughs> so bucks back. It was 700 fucking dollars. Hold on, was that the system, though, that had the best version of uh, was it Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo? Yes. Yeah, it had its own unique soundtrack, too. Why so people would buy $700 just for that. Also, Doom's on there, but you don't want to play it. No, <laughs> you play, don't want to play it because P- of the price. Just play it on PC. It's easy to emulate. It's easy to buy right now. Well, you can play Doom on any- everything. Yeah, even yeah I was going to say, Doom's yeah. literally on everything yeah, at yeah. this point. Doom is on my feet right now, right? Dr- okay, then. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Oh, that actually, that remind. I don't know why that reminded me, but what do you think about the SNES versus the Super Famicom in terms of design? Ooh. I I I, want, I wasn't a fan of the purple and gray colors. I kind of like 
the control. I kind of like the one, the controller where it had green, blue, red, and yellow. I like the Famicom. I, I honestly, as, as someone has that's grown up with the console, I kind of appreciate it for that very reason. So I can't really say that I hate the design. Um, I've I've grew up with it, so I honestly, to me, be, by the fact that it's nostalgic to me, I honestly have to disagree. I don't well, think it's I don't think it's bad in any way at all, as far as design. I obviously I think the Japanese one looks better, yeah. But like this is something I've kind of grown up with. No, that, like, no, it's, that's... it's it's it has appeal to me for that reason. So personally, I think a mix of a per, I like the actual like shape of the SNES better, but I do like the colors like of oh, the color buttons look very nice on the Famicom. Yeah, yeah, that's why but... there are custom SNES controllers where you can get the Famicom the Famicom scheme. But in actuality, I don't think the SNS actually looks that bad. In terms of just the shape no, and the two sliding really things, it looks pretty nice. I think I think the the colors on it, like the coloring, I think is honestly like uh, pretty damn good. I I like the choice of the gray and the purple. Um, and the controller well, to me, it's it's that I, controller that resonates with me all the time. Whenever I see it, you know, I always see the purple buttons and stuff. And well, that's also, great. I think the buttons are slightly different on the American one since they're more concave. Yeah, they're the Y and X. Yeah, I, I have to agree with uh, if it's not fun. I, I think that the color scheme for the console, it looks like really nice. Uh, but as far as the shape goes, I would prefer the Japanese one. But both of them look really great. So it's not really anything like super hard to hate here. No, no. not at all. Unless you're a Genesis fanboy. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> Japanese controller looks colorful. I, I like that too. We ain't gonna talk about the Model One Genesis, right? Uh, oh, how terrible that fuck, looked! Fuck are you talking about the Mega Drive? <laughs> yeah, Ooh. I own. Well, I own it mainly because I mainly because I found it at a yard sale. It just but hey, maybe maybe I'll put a Sega CD on it someday. Well, we are, we already <laughs> did a Genesis discussion, but it it just looks so dated compared to you know the generous the Genesis rendition that came out. Yeah, it's like. I don't know why it looks so fucking old. It looks like a radio. <laughs> I think, okay, uh, the only thing that the Genesis has over the SNES is maybe the controller layout. Three but, parties. like... Wait, really? Well, I I personally really enjoy the color, the button layout on the SNES, con- yeah, or the, yeah. the Genesis controller a little bit better. But that's not to say that I don't hate the SNES controller at all. I love that thing to death. I just think the layout on the Genesis controller is a little bit more accessible. Let me see. Let me look. Because I yeah, just like. But it would have been nice to have triggers at least. Yeah. I'm talking about the six button controller, mm-hmm. right? Oh, well, that, that's both, both controllers because they, they're kind of like similar yeah. in that regard. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just remember like um, they had like two renditions. It was six buttons, and there was the other one, which was uh, three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Try playing Street Fighter on uh, Genesis, the three-button one, where you have to hold start to switch between light and heavy. Fuck that. It's it's pretty bad. But let's move on to the next question. So, number nine, if there was anyone curious about delving back into the SNES, then how would you personally get them started with the most convenient route to go if they were curious to play Uh, any of the older games or consoles? Emulation. Well, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you I definitely mean, can't get a SNES Mini anymore, so... Well, you can't... I, well, no, I don't Can think you, so. or...? I mean, I have mine, so I don't I have mean, to worry about that. Yeah, I was gonna say, hand. I have mine, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, second yeah, hand, you can get one. Let me see. But then again, there are many ways... They still sell them at... Okay, yeah. Because yeah. basically, if you look at it, like, emulation... You have a plethora of platforms you can choose from. It's like you can freaking slap that shit on your, you know, on your cell phone. You can play it on your computer, PC. laptop. You've got a plethora of, of freaking homebrews that you could throw in. Like you can modify a Wii. You could modify fucking a PSP, a PS Vita. Like you've got all these different fucking choices. That is just like yeah. the the definitive way. Because it's easy, it's I easy to emulate exactly. And I'm a retro also, collector, and I, I'll be the first one to say I love collecting but it is a very expensive hobby to get into especially now i got into yeah. it like right at that time where the prices were still really good so i was able to get a lot of the stuff that i want for fairly reasonable prices and i still kind of can because i've got connections to the store here but it's like it's a very very jarring task like and it's only going to get worse as time goes on so oh, emulation. yeah that's How's... kind of the that's kind of the thing with retro collecting you just got to be prepared for what what the prices and I was also getting you, that, uh, oh sorry i was gonna say also you just gotta be aware of where to find stuff whether it's ebay amazon flea markets and also tell legits from fakes because a lot of fake cartridges have been popping up especially on gamestop where people will just replace like uh we'll, we'll get like two dollar two dollar uh, sports games and try to disguise it as a chrono trigger cart yeah, off topic, but that is one thing that's really plaguing the uh, Game Boy Advance market right now on eBay is there's a lot of repos out well, there, and they're not legitimate. Because they're, they're easier to make. Yeah. But um, I was going to say to Daybreaker, did you find a copy of Little Samson yet? Little Samson? Is that, which system is that for again? Is that for NES. Super? NES. Oh, NES? You're never going to find that. That's like the whole Shut Grail. up, Drill! <laughs> Don't ruin the joke! <laughs> Might as well ask him for Nintendo World Championships Gold Edition. Oh, you suck. You fuck. I'm trying to to remember. Like, I I know the name of the game, like, and I know it's super expensive. It's a Taito game. game. Oh, Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about uh, Little Samson. Well, no, like, I I was commenting saying that I know know that name, and so I'm familiar with, like, oh, yeah, that's a freaking rare-ass game. But there was one that, um the shop here and got like a few months back i for fucking forget what it is it was like up there in price though something obscure and fucking rare as shit but yeah you know that that's that's the huge issue is is that e- even like the the more run-of-the-mill stuff like you can find some of the run-of-the-mill stuff like fairly for fairly decent prices like you know 10 15 is not too extreme to ask but it's just like I can't even comment how it's going to be 10 years from now. It's like, you know, if if those those 10 15 dollar games or even those 5 dollar games are going to start going up in price being like 20 30 bucks oh, a piece. Yeah, you to know, worry so about batteries. Well, even... ba- batteries can be replaced. I mean, it's a, it's it's not it's not a huge deal breaker there because if you do if you know how to do simple soldering, it's not that hard to replace a battery. Or fuck, you could find anybody who like any electrician or anybody at these retro retro secondhand stores will probably do it for you if you ask them to so it's like you know that's that's not an issue of itself um it's just a matter of just you know just scalping an ever-growing market and one one thing that 
I, I've kind of noticed this, and I, I don't necessarily know if it's it's like the definitive thing, but like with the rise of internet popularity and stuff like YouTube and you know gaming becoming a more prominent thing in the mainstream, you know, a, a popular YouTube recommends like, oh hey, you should play Run Saber, for example. Run Saber used to sit at like being like a $25, $30 game, and then all of a sudden people started talking about it. You know, Mike Pate mentions it, and now it's like a freaking sixty to eighty dollar game. So it's like, you know, I, I do think that there is this weird thing where, like, internet personalities can influence the market. Like, if they happen to recommend a game and have a huge following, the demand for the game is going to get even higher. So, you know, it, it, I hands down, emulation, that's yeah, the way to great. go. If, <laughs> yeah, the scalping <laughs> is going to get crazy in the next 10 years, I guarantee it. But, yeah. Uh, Honestly, the it just depends on how far you're willing to go. Like, if you really just want to collect, if you really just want to start collecting, then you just got to be aware of the market. There are other, there's also, like, the, I mean, if you want the best quality out of your system, there's the analog systems, but those are, like, premium prices. So, yeah, they're not ideal for the average consumer. Also, someone's typing? You could just do the... The SNES games, but you're not going to get oh, everything. Right. So yeah, emulating would probably be the best option. Okay. Depending on what you want to play. Uh, I mean, I actually agree with emulation because if 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 even I remotely want to get into like collecting retro games, it is going to be expensive as fuck to where you know I won't even have enough to buy one game because it's going to be yeah. so much money. Yeah, it really just depends on what you want. I mean, obviously, I mean, there's even a few PS2 games I really want, but I'm never probably going to get them because they're so expensive. Nah. Yeah. Um, like a Silent Hill game, right? I see, well, I see. That price was inflated, <laughs> but that's another topic. Yeah, I, I see someone in the chat said that even bad games can be influenced by, like, internet personalities becoming like, higher. Yeah, that is true. Gonna, yep. Like, who the fuck is going to start buying out Lester the Unlikely? <laughs> well, I mean, no, if someone talks about it. Game, then... let, me, let me comment on that actually no shit so my my local store had Shout all the nes shit. well not not that had all the nes bible games and had tons of them and he sold them all like as soon as that episode dropped when the avgn like commented on all these bible games like those things sold like fucking hotcakes so it's True. like you know i, I it, it can like even games that you know this reviewer is saying like oh these games are awful like people are like oh well he you know he obviously you know made a whole fucking stint about him so you know i'm gonna freaking own him physically so yeah it's it's a the video game market as a whole just it's a fucking fickle thing it really is imagine like lester the unlikely being like 60 bucks in like two years (laughs) shout out to lester we're at a time where games are like even fucking shovelware games are still getting like expensive now. It's, Wait, really? Yeah, well, some, like some well, of the some of the like very common like um, sports games and other things are starting to go up in price a little bit, but not by much. Yeah. But like obviously, retro games are getting more expensive over time. Yeah. Like, even, Shout the very, out. even the very common ones. Well, I think. Shout- it's just... I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna. I'm just. There's a finite amount of these games because they're not digital, or they. I mean, obviously, original ones aren't. So as they get deteriorate, they, we lose some because they just go bad, or people, you know, trash them. Something happens. 
they're just going to be less and less of them as time goes on. They're going to get more and more expensive. Someone wanted to give a shout out? Yeah, shout outs to the guy who bought 200 copies of Sneak King for the Xbox 360 in 10 years, man. You'll probably be able to, you know, make 100 bucks off all that. <laughs> Unfucking believable, man. Look, why wasn't that game backwards compatible? <laughs> I don't know. Sneak ask Microsoft. King. That ain't up. Ask Microsoft and Burger King. Maybe they couldn't come to a consensus. Uh, Maybe Phil Spencer wouldn't try the impossible Whopper, and so Burger King was like, "Fuck you. We're not gonna. (laughs) We're not gonna make this backwards compatible." They need to make. They need to make the crossover game of McDonald's versus Burger King. They make me want to buy another console to continue the backwards compatibility shit. I see what they're doing. Nice try, Microsoft. It's a business strategy. Yeah, I guess we can move on to the last one okay so here's the final question is nintendo doing a decent job by preserving all of these classic super nintendo games currently tell us your opinion on this no they're not (laughs) Not, no 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 No, they're not so so not even in the eShop, right you gotta do you gotta do the snes online thing but that took like what over a year to happen but but here's the thing why would people pay? Uh, it's twenty dollars. It's cheap. But why lock it behind the subscription? Is beyond um, me. It's. I think it's just to give people an incentive. And the, I think it's so fickle. Cheap, it's so fickle because I think the, uh, either way, people would have complained because they would have said, "Oh, we got to rebuy them again." They could just transfer the data if they want. To yes, they the should. Console. Well, they, but here's here's my argument with that. Yeah. If they had gone the virtual console route. And yeah, true. People are going to complain that they're going to have to rebuy their fucking games again. But at least you'd have the option to buy the ones you want. That's and true. I problem, agree. That's a good point. The problem with the service and these apps is, is that, especially now, they're not updating them monthly anymore. They're just like, we're just going to update them whenever we fucking feel like, and there's no guarantee like it'll actually even be games you're interested in. Like, at, you know, you, you look at you look at the NES one, for example, and it's missing some of the like prime examples, like all the Castlevania. Games. Well, yeah, here's Konami, like pro- we're going to re-release our, our own games in our own collection. So it's like, you know, it, it's it's this kind of thing. It's just like they're not doing justice. Like, yeah, the, I, I will say the multiplayer functionality with these apps is cool. Like, I like the idea that you could play these games online with friends. That's something they should have fucking visited in the Wii days. I don't know why the fuck they never did that. But, you know, it, it it's just one of those things where it's like, they're, they're just not it, it It seems like this is more of an afterthought, you know, than if it's anything. like, let, it's a money grab, basically. Well, like, I think... we can make more money out of this we release I them. Also, what I was going to say is I think it also has to do with rights rights issues and publishers agreeing because Konami is going to just do their own collection similar with Contra and Square Enix just did the SNES ones with Secret of Mana and the the one that never came over. Oh, yeah, it's not going to touch the three. Let me get my Switch real quick. No, but I think this, there's some things. I just think Nintendo doesn't have a big focus on a lot of these cl- I mean, besides the fact that they were playing I keep putting out mini consoles. I, I think more it's just a small incentive to make you do the online, but it's not their major point. Not anymore. Yeah. They're kind of more focused yeah. on some of the newer stuff, and they're just like, well, yeah, the, if you want to, but the, yeah, precisely. Which is not a bad thing because I've played half the games on there anyways, but yeah. it's 
when they're my biggest issue is that they're shutting down emulation sites, but they're not preserving their own stuff. So if they're not going to do it, and they're not going to allow people to do it, who is? Yeah, when when they went after. When, when Honestly, I, that's just a great area. The when when the Steam is offering retro art for people, that for is free. that is true. Like, what's going on? I I really think personally, Nintendo is just out of touch with consumer because look at it on this way: we haven't gotten Virtual Console on Switch yet, and say so we got this Nintendo Online bullshit, which I really wish they didn't do. I wish they would have just did Virtual Console like they did with uh, all the previous consoles. It would have Sorry. saved us the hassle of having to fucking uh, get the service that we have to pay for to get access to these games. Like, it, it, and if you were going to do that anyway with the service, the least they could do is add more games to it, like weekly, not just every month. Yeah, and it's it not even that cool. anymore. It's yeah, like it's whenever the fuck they feel like. Yeah, well, I, sp- like, I suppose. I, I completely disagree with that practice. I really think they should have just brought back Virtual Console like they should have with the uh, Wii U and then give us the option of re- like getting all the games that we bought on the Wii U and put it on the Switch. The Wii yeah. U even had N64 games you could buy. Well, and it had yeah. Wii games, it had DS games, it had, it had like everything. Yeah. I see mm-hmm. the pro- well, DS games would probably be harder to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, that obviously Switch. is a difference there, but the, po- the point but of it... But they still had it. They had a lot more stuff than you, you know. Yeah. The ca- yeah. case in point, though, is that there was I more. The... There was more in terms of variety with the virtual console. Oh yeah, um, I think they, the they, they could have was... made they could have made more money that way instead of doing this Nintendo Online shit, which I don't even think is helping them at all. Well, I don't think it's the focus. I think no, it's supposed to be a little not... extra bonus, but I kind of think they don't. Not that they don't care about these games, but they're just like, well, we know people want virtual console, but. We, we're not really that interested in doing and it again. Also Here you the go. The fact that other devs are doing their own collections, like Capcom, Konami, or yeah, Mega Man Legacy Collection, Mega Man X Legacy yeah. Collection. But this is this is the thing, though, is that like if they wanted to preserve these older games, they should have just done what they've been doing for like the past decade: was doing Virtual Console. Why they just yeah. decide well, now? Okay, so we, we're gonna do a Nintendo Online and completely ruin the whole fucking thing for no damn reason. It's because Nintendo is out of touch well what's kind of even more interesting is that the wii one actually had japanese games like rondo of blood and also the also a few snes ones too well super famicom actually too bad it doesn't exist anymore i, I think yeah, it's more cards get home, you know good. flash mod your wii and download everything online and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly but, yeah. what i did <laughs> It's still kind of sad that the virtual console on the Wii doesn't exist anymore. I think as more carts get expensive and as more games become inaccessible due to whatever reason with like licensing and everything else, uh, then we're really going to start seeing how this stuff is a good idea and how some other things are bad ideas like them taking, you know, the emulators and all the stuff and taking down these sites is not oh. good. Well, emulators are, are, I mean, actually, for some games, emulators are crucial for their popularity. Longe- or like, for example, you know, Earthbound didn't sell well when it was first released originally. Yeah, so it never came out to the States, right? No, no, it did. It just the horrible advertising. Well, was, I could go on and on about it. Mm. But Earthbound itself was just, they did a shit job of advertising it. But later on, there was a website called Starman.net online. There was a huge community around it. People surrounding this game, loved this game, going back, playing the original. 
Mother 1, and then, you know, translating the whole Mother 3. It was all because they had access to play it online. That's where most people played Earthbound for the first time. And if, the, if we didn't have emulation, that would never happen. Earthbound wouldn't be the cult classic it is today. Yeah. So I, I don't know why, like, you, you heard that Steam is taking advantage of RetroArch. I don't know why they don't just decide to work with these people, put some people in jobs, and try to get it to where, yeah, it works out for everyone, but you're not trying to shove down a monthly paywall to the point where people just want to play older games and that's it. Probably just the way Japan looks at like uh, like emulation and piracy in general, because it's considered illegal there, and people have even it, gotten in trouble for having modded consoles. It's considered illegal here too, you know. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good, good luck trying to find anybody who's going to enforce that law. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, we I think we did we're talking about this, but we did forget we aren't Japanese. They're they're still very very different they're, the way they yeah. set up a lot of things. Oh yeah. So, from our perspective, sure, it's stupid moves, but for them, they have just different, com- completely different ideals and way of doing things. Yeah, and like so you could some like you can I mean, argue the it, it, they're very they're very rooted in their traditions over yeah. there, and so it, it would be very hard for them to you know break you know centuries of how they run their businesses. Yeah, but and, it hasn't. But the problem is, is it hasn't stopped them before. Why is it now? It's an issue. Why well, just? Well, back. Sorry, I don't mean to retread old ground about Virtual Console again. I don't think it's necessarily that they're not trying to. They that they didn't want it. Like they just didn't want to do Virtual Console in general. But people were asking for it. They just didn't want to keep up with these old games because every single time they have to for a new system try to figure out how to emulate it properly and do this properly. They kind of yeah. think they kind of want to stop with it. So this I mean, SNES on well, that, online. That makes no sense. You were essentially still getting those games, but on uh, in an online service. So that that's kind of contradictory on their part if that's what they you know well, think in their heads, right? But they're not, but that uh, but in that case they would have sold all of the games. I think they're doing a few because people wanted it. Yeah, but they don't want to sell them all again because it's not about money, it's just that they don't necessarily are interested in keeping up with these old games oh, 30 I know. years I, in the future. I know, but I think like what they don't seem to realize is that the market is still pretty big for that and like I I personally think it's just much better for them to do this because it helps them in the long run if they were to keep doing this. Um, the service yeah. alone is not worth it. Well, no. For but you're forgetting, this is Nintendo. Yeah. There's a lot of companies who care that this is one of the few companies that might care about making games more than actually making money from their games. <laughs> not that yeah. they don't care about money, but... But yeah, it feels like emulation well it feels not it feels like preserving old games for nintendo's always been a fickle thing even with even back with the wii and the wii u and now with the switch it's it's still a lot of potential for them to like find out a way to do this properly without you know gouging people like severely like each month i think one way to do it like because people they've been wanting like stuff like gamecube games on the virtual console forever now and and it's like they they just won't do it i I think there might be more besides that because they did wii games because of the switch hardware there has been some people who well there's the modding community who tried to get a dolphin working on switch and saying that the seat that the CPU's been holding them back and that they might need a new revision to get it working. So maybe oh, really? Nintendo could be holding off on the new Switch to get GameCube games working. 
I mean, yeah, but they've never done GameCube for Wii U or Wii either. Yeah. Well, they did DS games, play, games but they didn't do GameCube game, games natively on the Wii U through modding because well, it still has Wii hardware. Yeah, isn't that like the updated version? Shouldn't it be able to handle like GameCube games? Yeah. Like if you well, can if you can homebrew it or something like that, I, I I'm pretty sure it should be able to. I mean, Wii U game. Uh, I don't know. They could not play GameCube games, by the way. If you were, it is. Uh, I know the Wii did, but GameCube, uh, the Wii U did not play GameCube games. If you weren't aware. Mm. Yeah, unless you modded it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. weird, but I think if they do have another model or revision in the future, it should be something that they should consider at least. Yeah, but then that dwells into another idea. Is like, how would people respond if like they had GameCube games on Switch, but it's like, oh, it's exclusive only to the new model because of hardware limitations. I mean, everyone yeah. has to upgrade eventually, right? I mean, you can't like every time someone says this like oh i i don't want to get this version or, or this version and it has like these perks eventually people are going to get it because if the incentive is there they are going to want that new system i mean of course but not everyone can afford it i mean i can barely afford my own switch getting another revision is still expensive yeah that's true yeah. i i don't think it should be like i think it should be reasonable like it shouldn't be put out like right now immediately like maybe after a couple of years later into this console generation that we're about to go into for next gen then maybe like two or three years they could do like another model and then see if people like it or not offer a discount it that would be a good way to get people into it yeah i mean gamestop does their trade-in deals oh yeah but, exactly but yeah if you're willing to put up with gamestop anyway I did once by, like, porting over... I, I think I gave them, like, the first Last of Us, and I got, like, Last of Us Remastered discounted. It would be a good incentive to do. Just sell your old shit. Yeah. But, but the like, only... back in the past, you could just sell the old game and get the new one. Yeah. The only downside with some of those, like, trade offers that, like, companies like GameStop offer is you don't have a way to, like, transfer your data, and Nintendo is really weird about how they do their data transfers... So it's yeah. not like something where you could just put it all up on the cloud and then get it all back, you know? So it's it's really one of those weird, like, double-edged sword sort of things. You could do that, but then it's like you might run the risk of losing all your data or you just dish out the money for another model, do the proper transfer, like, on your own, and then go and sell the old one. So basically it's a lot of kinks they have to work out before they even try something like this. Yeah. Yeah. I figured as much. But, um... We're going to end it here. I think this was a good discussion, so we're going to start doing these outros. So, Mr. Moogle, where can we find you? You can find me on YouTube under Moogle Fantasy, and you can find me on Twitter under Mog Fantasy, because for some reason I can't put Moogle for some weird reason. Um, and my Twitch is under the same name as my Twitter, and that's pretty much it. Next up, we have Mr. Drillbit. So, you can find me on Twitter at Drillbit777. Oh, and I do have a YouTube, but I don't really use it that much. So, just I'm mostly active on Twitter, so that's what I go on. Washinator, what's your outro, good sir? Yeah, uh, I have a YouTube channel under the name Washinator, and my Twitter handle is at Washinator. Kaneki? YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, you can follow me. 
on all those three platforms under the name Google Order. And uh, those refund policies, uh, Nintendo, need to work on that. With the pre-order. Next up is uh, Daybreaker. You guys can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Daybreaker Rain. I'm pretty much active on my Twitter mostly, but uh, I have actually signed up to be a, a gameplay recorder for the Infinite Ammo Syndicate, so I'll hopefully be a little bit more active on my YouTube going forward. Yeah, I'm using. I think I used your gameplay like a little bit earlier. It was the Star Fox gameplay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it Which in there. one. <laughs> It was uh, it was the Super Nintendo one to fit with the oh. theme of the podcast, and I used uh, BSNES and the uh, overclocking for Super FX games. Which, by the way, if you have not tried BSNES, shout out to Bu, fucking try it out. It's a really awesome emulator, probably the best Super Nintendo emulator right now for PC, and it's the most actively supported because like ZSNES hasn't been updated in like twelve years. So mm-hmm. also, oh, never, yeah, it's. It's implemented in RetroArch as well, so if you want to do it easier, then you could just uh, download the cores and play it through there. Yeah, try them out. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, next up is If It's Not Fun. Uh, yo, you can find me at If It's Not Fun on YouTube, If It's Not Fun on Twitter. Uh, I do some cool videos, so I don't know, check them out. I like that name. Thanks. It's like, If It's Not Fun is not cool. I like yeah, that if it's slogan. not fun, why bother? <laughs> yeah, why bother? <laughs> oh, right. Words of wisdom. I like that slogan a lot. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at rentoperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at renegadeoperative. Um, I'm not really doing much outside of uh, I uploaded some stuff on uh, the Silent Hill Resident Evil 8 rumors. And I also played some WWF Attitude. So if you enjoy some wrestling streams, I've been doing those recently. Damn, Ren getting body on WWF. That game is old and the controls are dated. So I do have some criticisms about that game. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna get this podcast uploaded for you guys, and then on Sunday, we're gonna be, uh, talking with the other crew about, like, Game of the Year for 2019, what we thought was our personal favorites, so look forward to that. I know the week after that, we might be doing some Killer Instinct, so, gonna get my ass kicked, but I will be streaming that too. Ultra! Look, Ren can't, (laughs) look, Ren can't catch this, he's Look, I'm out of practice, otherwise you will get bodied, sir. About to catch these dangers, son. Yeah, so, maybe, maybe one day, since I, since I can emulate it, I can do Killer Instinct Classic on RetroArch 2. That'd be interesting as well. You could emulate the arcade version, too. Yeah. But this is the Infinite Ammo Syndicate signing off. We will see you guys later. And once again, take care. Take it easy, guys. Later. John. Take it easy. Bye. Fucking boomers. Bye. <laughs> Fuck so- you, boomers.